Hi, everyone. Sheriff Scott Rose from Minnesota here with the Officer Down Memorial Podcast. First of all, I'd like to wish everyone a belated, very Merry Christmas. Hope you had a great one with your family. I just want to take a minute to thank everyone for your support this past year. You have no idea how much it means to the survivor families to see how many people are, are listening to the stories of their fallen heroes, are, are helping make sure that their service and their sacrifice is never forgotten. So that means so much to me and even more so to these families. In our first 12 months, we've shared 24 fallen hero stories. Stories that have been downloaded in all 50 states and now in over 40 countries. We started this podcast a year ago and went back to 1874 with the first line of duty death that was ever recorded in Minnesota. It was Officer Matthew Hamilton who died in the line of duty serving as an officer in Winona, Minnesota. Matthew Hamilton was a native of Ireland. He lived in Winona, Minnesota, and he was serving as the Night Watch, a special policeman at the depot of the Winona and St. Peter Railroad, just north of Lake Winona on East Mark Street. It was December 2nd, 1874. The beginning of the fourth coldest December Minnesotans had ever experienced. The country was in the last few years of what we call the Reconstruction Era, following the Civil War, and President Grant was fighting for the protection of African Americans in the South through the use of the Enforcement Acts passed by Congress. Christmas was just a few weeks away. The Depression had been going on for about a year, but the railroad business was strong, especially in Winona. From there, we shared many other stories about local heroes lost, and we met many amazing survivor families and officers who were left behind, like the family of Robert Beefy Lawson, who was a deputy that was executed while saving the life of a young mother and kids in the Iron Range in Minnesota. It is one of the darkest days in Itasca County's history. The body of Deputy Robert Lawson is wheeled out on a stretcher, the victim of a single gunshot to the head. Lawson was killed execution style at this home in Pengilly. The veteran deputy came to the home to pick up a child, but it was a setup. As he walked in a back door, Audie Fox, a career criminal who'd had run-ins with Lawson before, was waiting for him. His son Bobby, who's always served as the spokesperson for the family since he was murdered, ended up getting hired at the sheriff's office Beefy worked for after the trial. And Bobby retired there, continuing the family's dedication to their community. Early on, his dad warned him about the man that would eventually take his life. I lived out, it was in the rural Pengilly area I lived, and probably three, four miles from where Adi Fox's parents and where he murdered my dad. And uh, I remember him coming out, my, uh, and it was during the summer there, just prior to his death, and, and he never talked shop to me or anything usually about his job he just come out and visited me and he we had a granddaughter for him to see of course and anyway uh, he said uh, that there's a guy by the name of Adi Fox that lives over there in Swan Lake he said and if you ever run into him he said you better be careful because he's going to kill somebody someday in this podcast we used radio traffic we used 911 telephone traffic and Several of Beefy's fellow officers and friends helped us tell his story, helped us introduce you to Beefy, to his family, to this community, and they helped us 
to recreate the events of that day when we lost this hero. But Beefy was a guy that he just he had a great way about himself and he solved a lot of crime. He always had the belief in something he shared with me. Pat, you want respect? You treat people with respect. No matter how bad of a person they are, you still treat them respectfully and they'll respect you back. And he always saw the good in somebody. And uh, he dedicated a lot of his uh, time to youth, uh, troubled youth. Uh, you always try to get him on the right side. You try to get distance from people's tragedies, but the death of Beefy, it just shot home to all of us how permanent murder is. We also learned about Sean Schneider from Lake City, who was killed by a disturbed boyfriend of a teenage girl. He saved her life in the process. The Lake City police officer who was shot while responding to a domestic disturbance call died this evening. It was just 11 days ago that we told you about the incident involving Officer Sean Schneider. And now his family is thanking everyone for their support and well wishes during this difficult time. Authorities say 25-year-old Alan Silty Jr. shot Schneider in the head, then took his own life. In Sean's podcast, we also met his partner, Kevin, who walked us through what happened. I go around, whole thing's fenced in, so I run all the way around the garage, come to a back corner, kind of the opposite corner of where the front door was. Silty ran to the back of the house, and he came out the back door armed with a handgun. When he first started coming out, I got on the radio, and I said, I got him coming out the back door with the gun. I got him here. He's got the gun in his hand. 200, or 201, can you guys copy? We got a man inside of the gun. 618 West Line. And to this day, I can see he comes walking out, never looks up. I don't know if he's talking to himself, what the deal is. And he comes out the back door of the porch. I let him get away from the house. I can see the gun. He doesn't look up. And I, of course, drew down on him. And I said, please drop the gun. And he barely glanced at me, looks back down, turns around, walks right back in the house, doesn't raise his gun, nothing keeps down at his side almost towards the back part of his leg we heard the dustin reichert story dustin was a veteran deputy and his partner that night sam was a new deputy she was just off training at the time of the shooting they helped us tell this amazing story of survival not only survival from the shooting but survival from the aftermath of cumulative stress and ptsd after i saw dustin get shot i got on the radio right away and um called out and i said 1088 started after down obviously i didn't say it that calmly as i just said it now it was much more intense at the time down in and over. 2118 140th lane, officer down, ambulance and out. In Minnesota, 1088 is the 10 code for officers in trouble. He needs help now. When officers hear this call, the call of one of their own down, they start responding from there. 13 or hours, yeah. 2118 140th lane. 40 route. 40 235. We 
We told the Corey Slifko story, the story of a true hero whose struggle with PTSD, cumulative stress, and chronic pain from injuries ended in his death. A super emotional story told by his family and his friends. It seemed really, really odd to me that he hadn't called, he hadn't checked in, he hadn't been like, hey, my has volleyball, like none of the above. And initially I thought it was, he was just sleeping and still sick, not feeling well. And so then I tried calling him, he didn't answer. And his car was home, so I knew he was home. And um, I just kept calling and, and nobody answered. And the kids were like, Mom, I think he's sleeping. And I'm like, okay. So I went to go check on him. It was around 9.30 p.m. that night. Katie went upstairs. She found the door to the guest room was locked. Katie then went into the master bedroom closet and checked the gun safe. Corey's duty weapon was missing. Katie had a bad feeling because Corey would only use the guest room to sleep after working. He would come home from work, he'd keep his firearm with him, and he'd lock the door to sleep. But they all knew he hadn't been working. That previous night, he moved to the guest room during the night, telling Katie he was having a hard time sleeping. She called out to Corey, but got no answer. She repeatedly knocked on the door and got no response. She then picked the lock with a bobby pin. She opened the door. Our last hero story in 2021 was the Brian Kleinfelter story. We met his amazing wife, Wendy, and many of the other officers, other heroes, that worked with Brian the night he was murdered. And we learned about this incredible community and how they all pulled together to honor Brian's memory. Kleinfelter, as you know, was shot to death last week after pulling over three robbery suspects fleeing in a stolen truck. I just want people, people that knew him, to remember how much he loved life. He really did. And that's why I can't believe that this is over. In St. Joseph, Raylan's story, for News. These are just a few examples of the amazing hero stories we shared this past year. For those of you listening who have supported us throughout the year, I want to thank you. For those of you listening who are new to the podcast, thank you for checking us out. Make sure to listen to and share all of these important stories. For all of you, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review, especially those of you listening on Apple. It only takes a few minutes to write a review and rate the podcast. You'll help us reach more people by helping us move up in the rankings. This next year, we're really excited to be partnering with a great organization called Thin Blue Line USA to support and thank our survivor families who share their stories with us. We'll share more about that partnership coming up soon, but in the meantime, please check out their website. Great, great organization. It's thinbluelineusa.com. We have some really, really powerful fallen hero stories in the works for next year from Minnesota, from Ohio, and from Florida. If you have questions or suggestions for the podcast, please contact us on our website at www.officerdownmemorialpodcast.com. If you're interested in sponsoring this project and helping us share these stories and reach more people, we'd love to talk to you too. Best of luck to everyone in 2022. Please remember to support your local law enforcement and thank them for their service. They need to hear our support now more than ever. 
And thank you for supporting these survivor families, for helping us share these stories, and for helping us ensure these heroes are never forgotten. A Huda Media Production.